Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Naya's Rants, and today we're going to be ranting about coach abuse. Today I'm going to be talking about the women's basketball team of Florida, and I'm also going to be talking about women's national soccer league. Basically, I'm giving you guys a heads up, this topic does cover suicide and sexual assault. Basically, coach abuse is probably one of the main topics I talk about on this blog and podcast. The one topic that is starting to be recognized more thanks to all the athletes who speak up about the abuse that they had to face with their past or current coach. Recently, Florida women's basketball team is accusing their coach, Cam Newbar, of abuse for the player that includes intimidation, verbal abuse, and racist comments. The player spoke out about it in the school's newspaper, the Independent Florida Alligator. Athlete director Scott Strickland acknowledged concerns that players and parents brought to the administrator. Quotes from Strickland were, it is our responsibility to provide a championship team with integrity along with necessary support for Gator student athletes and staff, end quote. But also following with, end quote, ultimately, we did not see the required improvements in the following discussions with Coach Nubar, and he decided to resign, end quote. But for all four seasons that Nubar was with the Gator team, he had no tournament experience. When he also resigned, he also said it was for, in quote, personal reasons, end quote. So the question lies, why did he resign after he was accused for the abuse allegation? Let's kind of p- sit here and put the puzzle together. The Gator, the Gator women's basketball team is prom- prominently black. The school is also located in Florida. And since Nubar is white, usually not a lot of white men have to face the consequences. But a quote from the athletic director Cam is building his program program to the right way and making steady progress. He must have the time needed to continue this progress, end quote. But we're going to be looking more on the player's point of view. Usually when coach abuse gets brought up into a topic of sports, it's mostly only about what the athletic director says, what the team and like the company says instead of the players who actually experienced this type of abuse. With Nubar of his abuse allegations, basically the point of view of what the player said was he threw basketballs at a player's head and another at player's injured leg. Multiple of the players explained verbal abuse. Nubar would be the would be little players for not being smart enough and not saying that they don't deserve their scholarships or always complaining. Sidney Kinslow, a former basketball player for the Gator team, quoted, he would make them cry, push them until they cried, and whatever it was like he tried. There's a breaking point for people in pushing them through a wall to try to make them stronger. Quinslow also said that Nubar told her and another Black player to change their clothes and cover up their tattoos because he didn't want to expose his daughter to them. She also said that one former player attempted suicide before quitting the team and returning home. And... The thing is, like I said, this topic is, it is very sad and it's very emotional. And with one of the players almost attempting suicide and having to return home from school, I think that doesn't get acknowledged enough that athletes also have, they have mental problems as well. And sometimes what are they supposed to do? What are, how are they supposed to feel, especially when they become professionals, 
this is their job every day, going to practice, going to games, you know, posting interviews, uh, quoting for the paparazzi. This is what is all about being an athlete is having this job and taking your job pretty seriously. But how are you supposed to go to work every day when your coach is laying a finger on you and you're so worried that they're going to say or do something to you very badly? It's another case of coach abuse that has been also going around and happening in professional women's soccer. Paul Riley is the head coach of the North Carolina Courage and was fired after four years of coaching for alleged sexual misconduct and verbal abuse. Riley did dismiss these cases and also the third of the league's 10 head coaches have been fired because of accusations of abuse since August. But more than a dozen players described Riley in the report by the athletic by the athletic as a coach who has been accused of verbal abuse and some acts of sexual cohesion. End quote. How do we know that if we turn up to work every day that this is not going to happen to us or it's not going to happen again? Because it happens again and again and again. And no one is in the position of power or ability to stop it. End quote. McCall Zerbani said on Today News, Alex Morgan is another professional soccer player who also tweeted, in quote, one third the league was informed of these allegations multiple times and they refused to investigate the allegations. The league must accept responsibility for a process that failed to protect its own players from this abuse, end quote. Basically, we just talked about two different types of coach abuse which is verbal mental and sexual abuse i personally don't find it shocking that this topic is happening more and more nowadays because athletes have had enough of this abuse the amount of times that this has happened is honestly pretty sad these athletes take their sports from being a student athlete to becoming a professional and imagine just trying to go to work every day without having to worry if your coach will lay a hand on you you're supposed to rely on your coach and not be afraid of them So the question lies here, how many times will this happen until there comes a complete stop to it? Understandable that things take work and to solve problems, but athletes are so tired of having to face their biggest fear, which is a bad coach. I've personally had someone, and especially since they were a professional athlete, say it is rare to find a good coach. It really is. You know, you you have the real serious coaches that you know, they're probably not that great at their job, but, you know, they try their best to always make their athletes, you know, feel like they can participate and make them comfortable as possible. And then you have the good coaches that do know how to coach and do know how to take this team seriously, obviously do care about their players. And then you have the last coach, which is the worst of all, which is the coach that, puts you down and, you know, lays a finger on you because you're not trying your best in practice or you're not going as hard as you were yesterday. It's things like this that we really do have to start acknowledging, especially in today's society with sports. I feel like a lot of people believe that athletes are getting more and more sensitive, but I have to say I disagree with that term just because I feel like it's more courageable to say that these athletes are just not going to sit here no more and just not speak out. 
it took me at least a good year to speak out about my coach abuse and how it affected me long term. And look at me now. I'm actually talking about it. I stopped playing sports because of it. And that's the thing too, especially when it comes to us women athletes. Sometimes we feel like we can't do anything in our sport. And sometimes we're always being put down for it. And it's it's sad because a lot of these little girls look up to athletes like Alex Morgan or like Candace Parker and they can't even get the time and respect as much as the male athlete gets. But I feel like also a lot of people do believe that this topic of coach abuse only runs in women's sports and no, it doesn't. Coach abuse also runs in men's sports a lot, but since a lot of young boys are raised to not show emotion and not really talk about their feelings, they're, they get shut down and a lot of boy athletes have to kind of sit there in the corner and just kind of, you know, take it. And I think it's sad. That's what society is, is that we do train boys and raise them to the point where they don't show emotion at all. Like they don't want to talk about their feelings and to the boys that do and can express their feelings and know how to, it's like, we want more young boys to start owning up to what happened to them and just start speaking out, especially on being an athlete. It helps also when you have like athletes like Steph Curry, who can actually speak up and has a platform of his own and can honestly speak about the struggles of it young boys will look at him and be like wow he expressed his feelings and that makes me feel like i can do that it's also up to the parents as well too you know my whole family you know they were they were almost all athletes and they understood where i was coming from and i'm very blessed that i did have the backup when i was going through my coach abuse but Who else has gone through coach abuse? Who else has a story that needs to be recognized more? If you have any stories about coach abuse and if you would like me to talk about it, you can always email me at niamitchell30 at gmail.com or you can always DM me on Instagram at niamitchell30. That's all the time that I have for you today. Stay tuned for the next episode.